Coming up on BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, the Cougars wrap up their most successful WCC season ever by riding the waves to a ninth straight win, led by our special guest tonight, Yoli Childs. Next up, the lights of Las Vegas and postseason play. This is BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried and Jensen. And now, your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Hello, Cougar Nation! And for the final time in this 2019-20 season, hello once again and welcome back inside a jam-packed Studio C here at BYU TV in Provo, Utah for BYU Basketball with... Mark Pope, the hour of power for Cougar Hoops fans. And tonight, those fans include my 23-season broadcast partner, Mark Durant, is here tonight, everybody. Yes. We have a a super show lined up for Mark and all of you in our season finale. We'll look back on BYU's ninth straight win as the Cougs prevailed at Pepperdine over the weekend. We'll go inside the film room with TJ Haas. We'll preview the WCC tournament. Yes, it's coming up. Starts later this week in Las Vegas. We'll bring you a new Deep Blue featuring Connor Harding. Departing senior Yoli Childs will join us live in studio and will ask the always compelling question, what happened? But right now, there's only one question to ask. Can you all please give it up for head coach Mark Pope? Nobody touch each other. <laughs> this coronavirus Take is Taking precautions. Real. Everybody be careful because we need you guys all in Vegas. <laughs> so, full house last week. Yes. Full house this week. Yes. And then we have to end the season. I know. <laughs> Are you guys sad? Yeah. Like this, this is the last show. It makes yeah. me so sad. But it is, first of all, thank you for coming. It's so awesome to have you all. We have a whole room somewhere else hidden in this. We have people in overflow. With a bunch of people in overflow. Do you you think during one of the breaks tonight you could just go say hi to them for a quick second? I love it. Let's go. Uh, But seriously, it means a lot. Like, we're doing this together, guys. And, and, uh, you know, the the Marriott Center, the second half of the season, and then having everybody jumping in and supporting these guys is really awesome. So thank you for being here. Well, uh, things just keep on rolling for you guys. A one-game week last week and a one-win week for you guys as you went to Malibu. Let's take a look at the stats and highlights from uh, Saturday uh, brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare. BYU at Pepperdine, let's get right to it. This was a a good first-half battle, kind of a back-and-forth thing, and Yoli uh, started off his day that way. And just what do you do against that guy? That was the question Pepperdine would have a hard time answering in this one. Uh, Zach with the steal, tools and transition, triple, and... uh, tough to pull away from these guys in the first half, but you, but you made enough shots to, to be where you wanted to be. I mean, so many storylines. You know, they were they were face guarding Jake and playing him so solid, and he still three for three from three-point line, and Zach Sellis comes in and gives a huge lift defensively, and, and clearly Yoli all night was was unstoppable. I mean, 38-14, it's just, it, he put on a show. It was incredible. BYU was down three at halftime. Go to the second half now, and uh, the Yoli show continued. BYU's up two. Now, Connor Harding makes one shot all day, and it was this one. Yeah. And he, how many times does he – like, does anybody not believe that shot's going in? <laughs> all season long, it goes in every time. It's really incredible. And that was a Sports Center highlight play. It was unbelievable. The athleticism Yoli showed there was incredible. 
Zach Selyus goes on his own personal 10-point run to kind of seal, kind of change the game for yeah. you. Yeah, Zach, you know, Zach's been guarding all season long and making opportunity shots. He's like, hey, I'm just going to run off 10 here just to make sure we're fine. <laughs> the assist to TJ, Yoli right to the front of the rim, and then uh, another with emphasis here for Yoli Childs, and uh, he has a career-high. thirty Career-high comes in his last regular season game as a Cougar, yeah. 38 points. You know, uh, we'll talk about Yoli a lot tonight, but but you talk about the, the trend he's on right now in terms of what he's accomplished the last two Saturdays. It is extraordinary. I mean, he single-handedly took down the best front line in all of college basketball one Saturday, and the next Saturday he goes 38-14 and 14 and wins It's a huge game on the road, and he is um, certainly peaking at the right time. Okay, so we allude to it during the highlights. Teams have to make a choice every time they play you. What do they want to do with Yoli Childs and things play off of that? How would you describe how Yoli reacted to what he saw? Uh, he just has done it all year long. I mean, he's du- he's been doubled baseline. He's been doubled from the top. He's been doubled from the pass or on the catch. He's been triple teamed, and he's been left one-on-one in the post, and he's managed to find an answer to every single scenario. So, really, that just makes me so grateful that I'm coaching this team and not any of the teams that play us because <laughs> it's, a, it's a hard nut to unravel. I'm telling you, it's it's a real challenge. I mean, do you let this team kind of attack you from the perimeter because you have to bring help on him? You, you bring a second defender on ball screen defense? Or, or do you just say we're going to live with it? And, and, and it's what Pepperdine did. And Lorenzo Romar is as good a coach as anybody in the country, and he made that calculated decision. And Yoli just said, nope, it's not going to happen tonight. You leave me one-on-one, you're going to pay. How concerned were you, having just beaten Gonzaga, the number two team in the country, how concerned were you about being right in Malibu on Saturday? Uh, It was really concerning because of human nature. So we've won eight in a row. We just had the most epic senior night maybe in the history of college basketball. And I know that sounds like it's a a huge statement, but I don't know. Has anybody been a part of a senior night that was more magical than that? (laughs) Um, And and the guys are feeling good, and we we went a whole month without a loss, and we had a whole week off. And so you worry about all the human nature that's involved in that. Can you get – can your team find its edge and find its fight again? And uh, we started that game the first few minutes just okay, and then Zach Selyus checked in the game and made two huge defensive plays, and it was just like, we're fine. Let's go. And BYU went. And time now for some screen time from the BYU team room. Time to go inside some of the winning plays for the Cougs with an assist from our own Jerem Jordan. This week, Jerem and TJ Hawes take us inside the film room. All right, first up, TJ, uh, how's Tyson doing? He's doing really well. It's been a month already. It's been a month. It's gone by really fast, but... Yeah, he's starting to he's starting to grow up a little bit, and um, he's doing really well. Really happy baby. He sleeps on my chest sometimes, and that's just it's a fun you know father son bonding moment for me. And so uh, it's been really great so far. I'm enjoying it. That's awesome, man. Okay, let's break down some plays from the Pepperdine game. First one, pick and roll. This is a staple of the offense here, but this ends up uh, in a dunk walking uh-huh. through this one. You know, it's interesting because, you know, this team, they usually down those ball screens, you know, forcing you to the baseline. If you can get over like that, um, they're not, you know, super used to guarding that way. You can see, you know, that big guy's he's backed off a little bit. And so I got over that screen, and, you know, immediately when he started coming towards me, I threw that bounce pass, and... Uh, you know, that gives Yoli an easy basket. Second half, uh, it's a tight game. It's a four-point game. Trying to make a play. You put on the Jets, and you pull a Colby Ross on Colby Ross for an end <laughs> one. This one trickles in. I know. Right here where it starts, I, I looked over at Coach, and he, he started to call a play, and then he said, no, no, go, go, go. And so, <laughs> so I took off. I sprinted full speed. 
and then tried to, you know, give him a little hesitation like I was going to pull up for, uh, you know, a jump shot. And he fell for it a little bit and then, you know, put it back on. And immediately when he bumped me, I, I took the contact and, and threw it up and saw it go down. That was fun. Then St. Mary's. This is a rivalry. This is a huge moment. Um, mm. This this play was drawn up for you. This is a game that BYU needs to be in this position. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get the three-point. You know you're going to the hospital that night. <laughs> this is like the craziest night of your life. This was the craziest night of my life, 100%. <laughs> There's so many options in this play. As a point guard, you're just trying to make the right basketball play. And, you know, Jake sets that first screen, and then Yoli sets that second one. And he goes over Jake's screen and then under Yoli's screen, and immediately when I saw him go under, I felt like I had a good look, and uh, I pulled it. When the ball leaves your hand, do you know it's going in right away? That one felt really good, I'll Mm. be honest. And let's finish with this. I know your grandpa, Ralph, meant a lot to you, um, and he passed away on Mm -hmm. Sunday night. Um, What would you like to say about your grandpa? Oh, man, it's just, it's been, you know, there's so many emotions. Uh, You know, as we practice today, looking over at his seat, it's just, it's... It's hard. This one, this one's hard to swallow, and um, he means so much to you know me and my family, and but you know not only us, but you know Cougar Nation, BYU. He's he's been he's been around um, he's been around the program for so long, and it's it's hard to see him go. But I feel like with little Tyson Ralph, that I feel like I'm always gonna have a little part of him, you know, with me, and I know he's gonna be he's gonna be watching over him, and he's gonna be watching over us, and. I love him so much, and he's going to be missed by by many. Thanks, TJ. Thank you. When you first came to BYU as an assistant coach, you got to know Ralph pretty quickly. Yeah, Grandpa Ralph uh, was just a constant around this program, not just because uh, their family legacy is so extraordinary. His son, uh, Marty, had such a prolific career here, and then I got to coach uh, both of his sons, um, Tyler and TJ, and and uh, when I was here as an assistant, Ralph was at practice almost every day. Uh, he just loved these boys and watching them grow and compete so much. He loved BYU basketball so much. And so when I came back here uh, this spring, uh, Ralph was coming around, and, but not as often. And I was, I was pretty angry at him, like, you're <laughs> supposed to be here because uh, he's such a part of this program. And he, he loves those boys so much and loves BYU so much. And um, what that family has done for this university is extraordinary, and, and uh, he's universally beloved and so special. And, and when TJ um, mentioned that uh, about his first practice back after uh, Grandpa Ralph passed away, um, I know the exact moment because we were changing as a court, and TJ runs by me, and he is uh, he's fighting to hold back tears, and and. Um, and it was, you know, Ralph came and, and sat in the same seat every time. And, and uh, so such an emotional connection and such a beautiful person. And that's what BYU is. It's, it's legacy families and it's people that um, believe in this place and, and nobody more so than Ralph Hawes. And much love to the uh, entire Hawes family. We'll be back with more BYU basketball with Mark Pope right after this. BYU basketball with Mark Pope is brought to you by... Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 25 years. The BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. And by Intermountain Healthcare, healing for life. 
And those are picks as we come back in, or BYU's all-conference first-teamers. We'll have more on that in a minute. Welcome back to BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. It's our final show of the season with the Cougs ready to head down to Las Vegas for the conference tournament, which starts later this week. BYU's tourney run opening up next Monday. BYU earning the two-seed by virtue of a solo second-place finish in the West Coast Conference. First time ever that's happened for BYU, solo second. The Cougs the only team to defeat Gonzaga in the regular season. But, uh, Coach, uh, kudos to the Zags, eighth straight league championship. Yeah, you know, what Mark Few's done there is just it's beyond. It's just, you can't find words for it. It's really incredible, and uh, it, it makes it really fun for us because we're in hot pursuit, and um, it, it's nice to have somebody to chase and, and Gonzaga has done the whole country the favor. Everyone in the country is trying to chase him, and we get to do it in close proximity, so it's pretty awesome. All right, attorney seeds and matchup set. We see how things break down. Those 7 through 10 will start on Thursday. Two more teams join Friday, two more on Saturday. Then a break day Sunday. You don't play till next Monday. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, for us, we've been going over the schedule. It's going to feel a lot like Maui for us. Uh, we'll, we'll get down there Friday night just like we got to Maui Friday night. We have a full schedule Saturday and then Sunday. We'll go to church and, and, uh, and, and you know, just try and keep the guys' bodies healthy and, and uh, not too much basketball even thinking on Saturday and then, uh, Sunday and then Monday morning we get a shoot around then we go play and it's on and it's semifinal game and and uh, we're going to go take a huge swing at this. The end of the regular season means postseason conference honors. They came out today and BYU coach uh, well represented in the voting by the conference's coaches. We'll take a look at how the individual honors broke down. Uh, the player of the year comes from the Zags. It is Philip Petrushev. Coach of the year was Damon Stoudemire from Pacific. They got to a 20-win season. Defensive player of the year one of his players, Jaleel Tripp, and the newcomer of the year, the guy back at BYU, Jake Toulson. Yeah, uh, first of all, so happy for Jake. Um, it, I think it was probably a unanimous selection. I don't know if they say that, but I don't know who else would have been competitive in the running there. Uh, so we're so happy for him and happy for our all-conference selections, and uh, it's, it's a great tribute to BYU. First time ever that BYU's placed three players on the all-conference first team. We're going to see two of them here as we go alphabetically. We'll look at the first five featuring Yo and TJ with still one more year, guys, to come. It's an incredibly talented 10 players. Uh, this is really special players. You know, you have three from Gonzaga, three from BYU, and, and uh, that's probably how it should be. And certainly all three of our guys are incredibly worthy of those honors. So three Cougs, three Zags, two Gales, and then a player each from Pacific and Pepperdine. The second team saw a couple of waves. One of the USF players, LMU and Santa Clara all represented. That's how the all-conference honors broke down today. The individuals and then 15 players, a 10-player first team and a five-player second team. Congrats to all. And, yeah, a lot of folks thought that uh, Coach Pope might have saw his name uh, in that list today. No. What, is, what is this young man's name? Coach Pope is my coach of the year. What? Go Cougars. Boston, Boston, if I had my wallet, I would pay you now, but I'll pay you later for putting up that sign. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Time now to go inside the numbers presented by Mountain America Credit Union. And as we do, we have some standout accomplishments from this year's team. Hopefully uh, more to come in the postseason. So many good things happened, uh, Coach Pope. A 24-7 and record. Those 24-win regular seasons don't come around very often. That was the ninth all-time at BYU. 13-3, and best-ever record in the WCC. Solo second places we talked about. Uh, and then the net rankings and the and the poll rankings kind of speak for themselves. What a magical run you're on. It's And all these numbers are great, but we're not here because of these numbers. We're here because of these guys' stories, right? 
Like this Jake Toulson saga is so inspiring. And TJ Haw's story is so incredibly inspiring. And we all love Zach Salius and Dalton Nixon. And we're about to spend some time with Yoli Childs. Like that's what... That's what makes sports special, and um, and so the numbers are great. But 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 what the, we're we're getting to witness in these young men and their stories is the best part of it. And we've talked about the mantra. And uh, when you say best locker room in America, I think these are things that are evidence of that, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, in fact, I was uh, sitting in the lounge today with Richard Harward, who is sitting out this year, and he's going to be a huge part of this team next year. And that's all we talked about. It's like Rich. It's on you, man. You've got to witness how this locker room functions, and it's going to be on your shoulders to carry it forward as well as the other guys that are coming back and the new guys in. And it is a huge priority for us because it wins. It sounds like a soft skill, but it wins. And it's, it's, these guys have been proof of that this year. Okay, Selection Sunday now less than two weeks away with uh, only one or maybe two more games to play. Let's see uh, BYU's postseason resume as it shapes up today. That great net number, which is top ten. Top uh, ten! Can, can, <laughs> how about that, right? Let's go. And again, every metric and measuring factor just loves my, the Cougs right my now. My daughter, Avery, is so disgusted with me right now. She's like, Dad, relax. <laughs> you should get fired up. This is great. This is good stuff. That, that, that's a great portfolio. And you know what? You know what the committee values, yes. right? And you're doing a lot of the things the committee values. Yeah, and it's, um, it's not easy to get there. I mean, these guys are approaching really rarefied air right now, and, um, and it's special. And, you know, I think the feeling we have right now, you know, a lot of times these seasons are so grueling. If you think about our season, we started really essentially as soon as I got hired. Usually you, you give the guys off till June 24th when you start the second session, but we didn't do that. We actually started right away because we want to get our hands on these guys. So we kind of went all summer alternating weeks. Then we had the Italy trip with 10 days of practice. Then we had two days for five weeks. And then we've had this season that has been so taxing on everybody's emotion. Usually by this time, guys are about ready to like, I can't take another day. Let me tap out as not the juice on this team. This team is so desperate. They're having so much fun. They just want to keep playing. They want to keep experiencing this. And that is a special thing. Been awesome. Well, whether you're a regular viewer or listener with the show or whether you've joined us live in Studio C, you know that this show is a team effort. You've got the crew, you've got a great crew, you've got the coach, you've got the host, and you've got the producer. His name is Jerem Jordan. Yes. <laughs> Every time I come on the show, Jerem's like, you have to talk less. <laughs> and wait, who's already getting what what Jerem? Jerem what Jordan! No, these are for after. Hey, this Jerem Jordan is directing this show. Where are you, Jordan? <laughs> show, show yourself. Speaking of which, Jerem, your good work, your good luck didn't work. Jerem Jordan, how good was that? It was really good from Jeff and really, really good from you. That was a great question and a spectacular answer. Do I have time, Jerem? You're going to make time. I'm going to make go. time. I don't have time. Oh, I got time. <laughs> Jerem Jordan, the producer, is like, hey, you're not, you're not paying attention to Julian when he's doing this. Like, he's standing right here in front of us doing this. And I'm like, oh, I think Julian's telling me to keep going, man. You're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> Apparently, that means to wrap it up. Yeah, so, in, Julian, in, in my team, apologies, in, my friend. Say goodnight. We got to go. Going go, kids. Hey, can we give it up for Jerem Jordan? Jerem's wife and daughter here somewhere. Where are Whitney they? and Ben are up right yes. here. So thank you guys yeah. so much. <laughs> so
So, so I'm about to get myself in huge trouble, okay? And so I don't know if I should name names or not, but, you know, we have a chance to pay attention to some of the other coaches shows around the country from the top blue blood programs in America. They are, they're not even in the same universe as this production that Jerem, uh, the, 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 these guys put together, uh, and it's just, it's just a gift to this program. So we're super grateful. Well, you, you, want, you want best locker room in America? We want best control room in America. There we go. So that's what we've got, there I think. Go. Love it. All right. Uh, the boys of spring swinging away this weekend on BYU Radio. Tune in as BYU Baseball begins a three-game series on the road against Oklahoma State. It'll be Thursday, 5 o'clock Eastern on BYU Radio, 107.9 FM. BYU fans, this reminder, you can have your groceries waiting to be picked up or better yet dropped off at your front door all done online at smithsfoodanddrug.com or on their app on your phone. Download the Smiths app and save time. Shop online. After this break, a brand new Deep Blue featuring sophomore Connor Harding. This is BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. BYU Basketball with Mark Pope is brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by... Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. I think a lot of suits got dry cleaned and a lot of carpets got cleaned uh, this year for BYU. Welcome back to BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried and Jensen. Here's a look at our Cougars in the pros. We see Brandon Davies, big numbers for Barcelona. Uh, Jimmer Fredette in Greece with Panathinaikos. Eric Mika back in the G League with the Stockton Kings. And Elijah Bryan playing his basketball for Maccabi Tel Aviv over in Israel. Well, each week on this show... We help you to get to know BYU's players better and in a way that goes beyond the box score and their bios. This week, it's our chance to get to know more deeply sophomore Connor Harding. It's Deep Blue. Do you have the power to rework the past? No. Then I said, learn how to let go. Nobody can rework the past. You can't hang on to that. That's a dangerous thing. You move on. Okay, Grandma. Growing up in Idaho, I was surrounded by a bunch of family. And one that I had a really close relationship to was my grandma. In high school, we had the opportunity to go eat off campus. Freshman year, you know, you want to go out with all your friends, but... I had the opportunity to go over to my grandma's house and have a, have a meal with her every day for lunch. And that was from freshman year to senior year and would do it every single week. Connor took the divorce of his parents very, very seriously. He loved his mother and he loved his dad. And I thought, I have got to zero in on this boy. So I made a point to go to all of his junior high games and sit there and talk to him, maybe take him a little treat. And then when he got in high school and was old enough to drive, I invited him to come every day for lunch. And I thought, this is a time that we can bond. Food is an expression of love. We would seriously just sit down, would eat, and then we'd just talk. We'd just talk about, you know, mostly the gospel, about how I'm doing in life. And she would just sit me down, give me advice, you know, keep me down to earth. 
and to help me, you know, become who I am. Seventh, eighth grade, you know, we said, hey, you need to start practicing more. If you're going to take it serious and be a good basketball player, you have to put in as much gym time as you possibly can. So that's when he decided, you know, should I sleep in every morning or get up and find a gym and get working out? And so he would get up every morning and he would ride the four-wheeler to the church gym. A couple December, January mornings, you know, he looked like the kid off Christmas story. He was uh, all bundled up, four or five coats on, you know, riding down to the gym to get a couple shots up. That's when you started to realize how dedicated he was to basketball and his love and passion for the game. My first one-on-one opponent was my sister, and she was a monster. I'd be driving to the hoop, and she would be bumping me out into the brick wall. I'd be all scraped up, and, you know, I would be playing her, and I'd be so, be so close to winning, and I'd lose every single time. And every single time, it was just tears rolling down my eyes, going into my mom, throwing a fit, didn't even want to talk to anyone. I had a competitive nature when I was really young. He would come play with me and our other brother, Jordan, or any of our friends. He was always the youngest brother, so, you know, we'd play winner stays on. If You know, if you lose, you're out. That's when we decided he had to step up his game if he wanted to keep playing with us. They'd beat up on me. They didn't want to lose the little brother. They wanted to show, you know, who's boss in, in the house. I mean, there's a pecking order. I'd say in my house, I'd play him, and they'd, they'd kick my butt. And, you know, eventually, like, my dad was like, hey, got to work on this, got to work on that. And I'd go work on it, and then I'd come back, and, you know, different things would work, like up and unders and footwork and different things like that. And, you know, I started to c- compete with them. And then eventually, you know, I got a little older, got a little stronger, and I started to beat them. You know, playing one-on-one, you know, playing up, I think, you know, that's helped me get to the college level where there's a lot of scheming and game plans, and it comes pretty quick to me to understand the principles. Harding, shimmy shake, baseline, what a move! (laughs) You know, he's been willing to do whatever, right, Coach Pope has asked him to do throughout the year, right, whatever role, whichever guy, you know, we need him to guard. Offensively, you know, how can he best help the team? And, you know, he came in to start this year on fire from the three-point line. The player I see now is, you know, the player we're expecting. He could drive more, he could shoot more, he could do a lot. If you've ever watched him play, he is a total team player. And I said, oh, that's my Connor. We expect him to keep growing and keep being a better basketball player. And this Connor Harding, tough as nails, okay? I mean, he he will run through a brick wall, do anything to try and help his team. But I'm here this summer, I happen to look over the railing, and him and Paisley are out there playing one-on-one, and she is kicking his behind. It was a beatdown. Connor has a sweetheart on the women's basketball team. You know, both of them are competing at a very high level. She's helped me through a lot of what's happened on this court. She's going through it. She's been through a lot of different experiences, and she's just been there by my side because you have a lot of ups and downs in basketball where you're like, what am I doing? Why am I here? And she's just there to, to tell me, like, hey, I've been through this, and I just want to tell you, like, a little secret that I did. Don't be afraid to open up. Don't be afraid to voice, you know, your opinion or to be yourself. She'll bring back, like, things that I knew about myself, but at that moment, like, 
It was not in my head. And so she just helps me keep my identity. And I think that's the most important thing that anyone can do. How great is his grandma? <laughs> So That's actually, her, Connor. So actually, uh, Leanne and I sat down with Connor a few weeks ago, and we, we just had a long, long conversation and just to let him open up and talk about his life. And he just, he talked about his grandma uh, as being the, the, the most important part, person in his life and, and really did shape him, and it's an extraordinary relationship. And then you guys understand what I have to deal with in terms of, like, her being frustrated that he's not getting more shots <laughs> and he can do more. <laughs> See, not easy, right, which is what a great grandma is. So what an unbelievable story. Well, we've been uh, so impressed all season long with these weekly Deep Blue player profiles. And uh, the creators in charge of producing every one of these amazing features have joined us tonight here in Studio C. Please say hello to Travis, Alex, and Landon Moore. So, so Travis is, is running this deal, and um, you know, we talked this summer about how we just wanted so badly for people to get to know our players, uh, to get to know them deeply and bond with them and understand their life. And what you guys have done in terms of like revealing to the world kind of the makeup of who these guys are and, 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 and what type of people they are and how they got where they are has been extraordinary. I've never seen anything like it. So we're so grateful, guys. It's, it's just been unbelievable. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's incredible work. We're uh, truly grateful and blessed. So thank you for the great season. Well, it is a WCC tourney time, folks, and things get underway Thursday in the women's bracket. BYU, will, BYU TV will carry all the men's and women's games that ESPN does not carry Thursday through Monday. The BYU women's team, the three-seed, and playing Saturday at the 6 Eastern against St. Mary's, LMU, or Pepperdine on BYU TV. Coming up next, Yoli Childs joining us live in Studio C on the season finale of BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. Second shot clock. Child step back three. Got it! Holy Childs! TJ stopping at the free throw line, lobbing it up for Yoli Childs, who reaches back and hammers it home! Left wing, Gilder runs around, Childs! One shot by Yo! Connor will drive it, stopping the post, hand up to Yo! Well, when uh, Mark Pope was introduced as BYU's head coach about 11 months ago, he may not have expected to have Yoli Childs playing for him in his first season on the BYU sidelines. But Yoli did return to play and has been, of course, a huge part of BYU's special season, a season that will continue in Las Vegas and beyond in the NCAA tournament. Please welcome for one final time, Yoli Childs. You've been on the show before, but uh, never quite to an ovation like this. Sweet. <laughs> you guys are awesome. There's another room that's packed full of people that you have to say I, I, I to after the deal. That's big time. And it's so good to have you here. Good to be here. 
And you were coming off, um, man, uh, a 38.14 rebound game at Pepperdine. You get your second straight WCC Player of the Week honor, by the way. Congratulations for that. Thank you. Appreciate it. And to be a first-teamer, too. Way to go. Sure. Thank you. And uh, it's not just you, right? I mean, you had fellow first-teamers, and then the guys that even didn't get named are just a big part of what's been happening. How do you look back now that you can take a breath for a few days before you play again on what you guys already have accomplished? Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, we just have so many great players that play for each other, and it's just been so much fun, you know. Um, Jake and TJ making the first team is awesome, um, but it's all those other guys that really make us go, you know. Uh, Alex has been huge, and I mean, n not to discredit any people making those decisions, but if you really know basketball and, and you watch him play, you know he makes our team go, and uh, same thing goes for Dalton and Zach and Colby and uh, even our guys in, on the practice squad right now making us better every day, so we're just a really united group, and uh, I think that's why we've had the success we've had so far. You know, uh, the Pepperdine game, you mentioned A.B. a second ago, right? And he makes one shot in that game. It's a huge three when it comes, gives you a double-digit lead. We saw earlier Connor make his one shot of the game. It puts you in front. You never relinquish the lead. Kobe Lee grinds for an offensive rebound. Gives you These plays happen from all over your roster right now. Oh, it's incredible. It's just the definition of selfless, you know? Uh, it's easy to have energy and keep it going when you get to take 27 shots, you know? Like, it's, it's not hard to do. <laughs> Um, but to, to take one shot an entire game and be completely locked in on the defensive end of the floor to continue to make the right plays, to not hunt shots, to do the right thing every possession, it, it just speaks to the character of these guys and how much they're bought in. Does Yoli undersell how difficult it is to be as good as he is? No, no, it's more well, than just taking let's shots. Let's talk about it. There's been no 38-14 and 14 game all season. You think about that. Nobody has had that game at home or on the road. Like that, that just is, it's so epic. And he does it on the heels of what he did to Gonzaga. Nobody does that to Gonzaga. So, yeah, he's incredibly humble, incredibly modest, but I don't have to be. Okay? <laughs> we got really spoiled watching him do these incredible things, uh, but nobody else gets to see a player on their team do these things. It's just, it's just it's astonishing. And there's Yoli finishing off the waves on Saturday in Malibu. So your sophomore season, all WCC first team. Your junior season, all WCC first team. Your senior season, all WCC first team. Since BYU joined this league, only two guys have done that three times. And that was Kyle Collinsworth and Tyler Hawes. So you're in some good company, that's, right? That's great company. Uh, those are two unbelievable players. And uh, I, I just think that speaks to, to this program and how consistent it's been. Um, and I'm definitely so blessed to, to be in the position I'm in, to have the teammates I have, to, to have the coaching staffs I've had over the years that have put me in a position to be successful. So I'm just really lucky. We all know so well what you can do inside. That bottom number there, Yo and Coach Pope, how big of that, how, how big of a factor is that in what you guys are doing as a team right now? Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, there's nothing he can't do on the court right now. He's pushing the ball in transition. He's shooting, you know, one of the top percentages in the entire league. Uh, you know, he's, 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 we've talked about his ball screen defense, his transition defense, and he contributes to the game in every single way and, and still has a, a way higher ceiling, which is something that's pretty exciting. And, and he's tapping into that every day. You know, you think about, you think about a great player like this and the fact that we are still uh, five or six days removed from our semifinal game after a grueling season, and Yoli comes to practice today like hardwired to come go at it hard and with such incredible intensity. And, and that's, you know, that's what's made him special so far. It's what's helped him grow so much this season. And it's what's going to make him an unbelievable pro uh, several, several weeks down the road when we finally finish the season. <laughs> you, you thought you might uh, take the pro route after last season. You decided to come back. We're going to see here in a second what you hoped 
you would get out of your senior year? I'm going to be able to be a pro for a really long time, but I only have one more year to do something special here. And I owe it to this school. I owe it to these guys over here, my teammates, to come back and do something amazing. And I just want to go all out and make something special happen for BYU. So far. You've got some more basketball to play, but to this point, is this kind of what you envisioned? I mean, first off, we're not done. You know, we we got a lot more work to do, and uh, we're really excited. You know, this team's so special, and we continue to work hard. And uh, next Monday, we're going to be a lot better team than we are today, and that's just who we are. But... Uh, it's been a special, re- a special season, and uh, not necessarily for the reasons that I thought it would be coming in. You know, and that's just kind of how life is. Uh, it's been really special to see the way we've battled through adversity. It's been special to see uh, the way our teammates have sacrificed and the way we fought for each other. Uh, it's been special to see the way the, the fans have embraced this season and this team, and uh, we love them for it. And uh, the, just the growth we've had as a team, as a unit, and individually has been really special. And Mark, uh, again, when you took the job, you may not have known you'd have him for this great season. And, and when, when you made that news uh, known, well, you and your coaches were, were, were pretty happy about it, as I recall. <laughs> That's how you guys celebrate in the staff room. Yeah. Now, this is genuinely authentic. This was the night after Yoli came back to the office with Megan and they said, hey, we're back in. And so, of course, as a staff, we lost our minds. And, like, <laughs> those are three really cool kind of guys that are concerned about their image. <laughs> but they were so overjoyed at this moment that they could actually look that dorky in their celebration. is <laughs> magic. And uh, I'll tell you what, you know, we, we, we knew how extraordinary Yoli Childs was as a player. And we felt like with him coming back, we had certainly a greater chance of having a special team and a special season um, because because of his basketball skills. But when you see players make that type of commitment and give that type of trust to their team, that is what was most exciting and inspiring. And and, uh, it wasn't wasn't the last... Uh, you know, um, difficulty that, that Yoli had to maneuver. But I, in, my, in my coaching career, I've never seen a guy handle um, situations beyond his control with more faith and more grace and then come out uh, by doing what he's done the last several weeks. It's just it's breathtaking. And I'm telling you, if, if BYU had one person to represent this uni- university in a way that we would all be proud, there is no doubt that this Yoli Childs uh, could do it. It's just it's, it's extraordinary. Man, I'm telling you, it's awesome. You said a minute ago, we showed the video of you talking in May. You said you didn't, you didn't know it would be special in the way it turned out to be special this year. And I'd have to think that at that time you didn't know that you'd have to miss games at the start or miss games in the middle and that you'd have to have your guys kind of get your back and then you'd have to come back and hit it hard the way you did. It turned out in a really different way, didn't it? Yeah, it's been such a blessing. It really has been. Um, my, my faith has been tested. Um, I've been able to grow so much as a person and a basketball player, and it's been unbelievable. You know, sitting out those first nine games, uh, seeing the way our team was able to grow and respond, and some of these young guys like Colby were able to step up and, and play really big roles. It was it was really inspiring to see, and uh, I was able to take time during during that period to help our team on the practice squad and, and get extra reps in and 
uh, try to improve as a player, but I was also just able to see uh, it, was, it was a great example of why, you know, things happen that you, you consider bad things. Uh, and you look back and you realize that uh, they're blessings for your life and for the people around you. So it's really been incredible for my life and my future. What were you getting out of Yo in those first few weeks when he wasn't playing? Well, you think about Kobe Lee. Uh, i tell you what, a big reason why Kobe Lee has become the player he is and had so much success was because not only was Yo crushing him in practice every day, but he was lifting him up every day. Uh, I told you I just had a conversation with Rich Harward and just this morning, and he told me, you know, he, he said, I came here and I wasn't sure I was going to fit in within a week. I felt more a part of this team than any team I've ever been on. This is a guy that's going to come and redshirt this year and cannot help Yoli Childs. And he said, he specifically named Yoli, and he said, because Yoli just brought me right into the team. And um, that, that special sauce in this team about how guys have been so generous and about how Yoli in, in particular has been incredibly generous with the team is, is I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's why we all love this team so much. It's why it's so fun to watch them. Okay, yo, triple bye and tourney time now in Vegas. What are you thinking? Oh, it's, it's, it's awesome to be in the position we're in, but I'm crazy. I, I wish we could play on Thursday. You know, <laughs> like, that would be so fun just to, to play on Thursday and run through the whole thing. Um, <laughs> But we're really excited and, and we're preparing every single day to, to be in a position to be successful. And uh, like I said, we're going to be better on Monday than we were last game. And uh, every single day we get better and we're excited for the opportunity to improve. It's about the team improving. What did you want to do as a player in this senior year uh, for your game and with your game? And how do you hope it's helped your team? Uh, there was a ton of stuff with my game that I wanted to improve. You know, my shooting consistency, uh, ball screen defense, transition defense, those type of things. Um, but the biggest things were definitely um, just trying to be consistent and being a great teammate, you know, staying outside of myself and, and thinking about my guys first. You know, I, I feel like I've always been uh, very motivated to try to make it to the next level and make it to the NBA and take care of my family and do those things. And uh, I still have those motivations and, and those things still drive me. But I, I've tried to just focus on my team and, and focus on, you know, the church teaches service. I've tried to focus on serving my teammates and being there for them and um, just really giving myself to the team and not thinking about any individual things or, or anything like that, just getting outside of myself. And, Coach, you've seen a lot from him in a year, haven't you? Yeah, you know, I, I'll tell you, there's, it, it, we could sit here for an hour talking, but I had an experience with Yoli uh, a week ago Saturday. Um, we're in the, in the throes of this incredible game against Gonzaga uh, where two Titans are playing great quality basketball against each other, and it's an epic environment. And, um, and uh, there were two times that I pulled Yoli in the second half just trying to manage fouls in a way that I felt good about that I know Yoli didn't feel good about. Um, and, and, and both times, like in the mayhem and the energy and the passion that's happening on the floor, both times Yoli came out, and as I'm bringing him out, and he so desperately wants to stand on the floor and help his team, I'm about ready to explain to him, listen, this is why we have to do this. He, he, he just quieted me down two times in a row and said, hey, I trust you. Let's go. Hmm. And he doesn't trust me because I'm a great coach. He trusts us because he knows that we're trying to do this together. And, um, and he did that when he made a decision to come back. And, and he, made that when, he did that when he made a decision to handle his nine games so miraculously. And he's done that every single day with his teammates in terms of lifting them up and believing in them that together uh, we can do something special. And because of all that, it's where we are and where we're headed. You it's been a pleasure getting to know you for four years. Appreciate you. You have a lot more games to play. Thank you. Yoli Childs, everybody. As we go to break, here's this week's 
championship and who did the Cougars beat to win it? The answer next. Stay with us. All right, trivia, question and answer. In what year? In what year did BYU win its last conference tournament championship? And who did the Cougars beat to win it? New Mexico in 2001 is our answer. Well, with this week marking our final show of the season, it's also our last chance to ask the question that intrigues Cougar Nation every week. It's the age-old query, what happened? That's right. Was that ball went through the hoop? For the, you know, my first points, I, I knew we were going to win. I just did. It was like a crystal ball above my head. Wow. Wow. Some might say the Leahona. Is that true? <laughs> Some might say. I'd say just a basket. <laughs> and then what? This is how Gavin gets down, apparently. <laughs> There's no words. <laughs> And these are kind of Pepperdine synchronized dance moves from uh, last Saturday's game. They got it going together. Yeah, it's all about the rhythm. Uh, and this is all about just hair flow. We're just we're just zeroing in on the flow that Zach Selyus has going right now. How beautiful is his look? I mean, seriously. <laughs> and sometimes when when you're not on the floor, you're on the bike. And, and sometimes you stay on the bike a lot. And, and Pepperdine had a dude that was just kind of biking kind of like all game long when he wasn't on the floor. He's just always on the bike. Yeah. Uh, TJ Hawes, this doesn't count. Would have been nice if it had, though. Over the backboard. Unbelievable. With a kiss as I well. Mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, now, this was a true what happened moment. Alex Barcelo gets laid out. Jake says, I got to go check on my boy. But he was on the bench at the time. That's a problem. Yep. <laughs> That's an ejection, actually. Yep. Yeah. It's on me. It was, uh, and it's, it, the referees have to make that call. It's written that way in the rules. So we've had some serious conversations on our team about. And he went to go tan, as you that. said, outside. And then uh, that was a pretty quick, uh, pretty clear answer to what happened. You only dunked on a guy Oof. at the end. My goodness gracious. All right. It has been a fun and memorable season so far on the court and on the show. Here now, some of our favorite moments on our first season of the Pope Show. Let's take a look. Can we talk about Louie? We can talk about Louie. Can we give Louie a shout out, TJ? <laughs> Absolutely, we can. Louie's our cat. And I hate BYU. I hate TJ Hawes. I, I, I <laughs> but not really. Like, no, yeah. not really. But like, I'm competing. No, really. Like, I hated him too. You hated him. I hated him. We all hated him. Gavin Baxter's a, a pretty intense individual, uh, except when he's not. Why do you and I not have a mustache right now? <laughs> oh yeah. That is, that oh yeah. Beautiful. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was the greatest moment of victory in my life. I'm like, I know something Greg Rubel doesn't know. Before each of these three threes that you're showing right now, I'm like, hold up, let's run a play. And Jake was like, no. I splashed on some cologne. Just in the second half. Oh, that's good. I had no idea what the score was, how much time was left, until that second free throw was staying on the rim. I looked at the clock, and I was like, oh, man, there's only 50 seconds. And it rolled in. I was like, wow, that's big time. No matter how hard I thought I was pushing myself, I thought of, of Kobe and the stories and his work ethic. Greg Rubel has got a freaking cannon. Lefty. Yeah. Well. It's unbelievable. Our little boy, he's going to be... He's going to be named after after Grandpa Ralph. Begged him, cried, pleaded, put a tent out on the front doorstep and just <laughs> slept there. 
Didn't really do that. That's illegal. I'm so embarrassed that I didn't come up with this 50-50 ball. The whole key <laughs> to the game was 50-50 balls. Uh, for the first little while, I was just amazed. And uh, then after about a minute, I was just trying not to die. Number 23 in the AP poll. Uh, we brought in 23 pizzas and donuts. And he started 123 consecutive games, and he weighed in at 123 pounds before <laughs> the game. Oh, that's Coach Pope fiddling with the mic tonight. It does feel I that way. Like I it, also man. think we need to be a little he's, closer. He's good, Lavard. Thank you for coming because by the end of the season, we are going to win an Emmy. There was a time when when I thought I wouldn't play basketball ever again. I, I didn't know, you know, where or how or if I was good enough. She really encouraged me to follow my dream. It's not running into the, it's not running into the huddle to let his guys know that he's back for them. The fans in Spokane didn't appreciate Zach's hairstyle so much. Your bullet sucks! <laughs> Well, we have had, uh, yeah, that's good stuff. We have a little less than a minute left uh, on our final show of our first season together, and we just saw a little bit of everything from this year, and it's been, uh, it's been special from start to finish. Thank you for it. Yeah, uh, so grateful for you, and, and, you know, there's not a finer pro in all, of, in all of college basketball than Greg Rubel. We're lucky to be able to hear his voice and have it intimately connected with all BYU athletics. We're, we're really blessed. And then I'll just say one more time, uh, you know, the best thing about BYU Athletics is how it can bring us together. It is the best thing. And um, we appreciate you guys jumping on this journey and supporting these extraordinary young men and what they're doing. And um, like Yoli said so uh, appropriately, like, guys, the work has just started, okay? This is where the real work gets done. This is where the special things happen. So uh, stay on board, and let's go finish this season off in spectacular ways. We're grateful for you guys. All right, awesome. Thank you, Coach. Thank you all. Go Cougs. We'll see you next year.